Hi everyone, welcome back to Just Diana, where I talk about just anything. And I know it has been a minute, but life does what life be doing, you know? And so sometimes I have time to record a podcast and sometimes I don't, but thank you for sticking around. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing. Thank you for uh, commenting and just really supporting the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, let's just really get into it. Um, it's been quite a while. I It's been quite a while. And so this podcast is going to be called Just Realizations. Hopefully, you know, I said it correctly. <laughs> just Realizations. I don't know if this is going to be my last podcast ever. It definitely it's probably going to be the last one this calendar year. Um, I've just grown so much as a person from doing the podcast. It was a way for me to heal and share my experiences of dating as a two-time divorcee, share my life as a mother who is raising adult or who's not really raising adult children, but who is who has adult children and who has um, just experienced a lot in her life and I'm glad that it's resonated with people and I hope this one resonates with you as well. But let's get into it. So there's some realizations that you have to come to on your own to live your best life. I can go into, my life is actually the best it's ever been as an adult. I'm 44 years old. I'll be 44 and 45 in two months in January. So I think that's two months. We're in November. And last year, 2021, in a good portion up until July of this year, was just very challenging. It was very difficult. I I didn't like the job I was at. And at every turn, there was something that my the, my former principal was doing to like, I felt purposely make me mad. And I wasn't dating the type of people I wanted to date. I think I realized that I was ready to kind of settle down in a relationship or not be with anybody. I was over the casual dating, the friendship with benefits. And it was becoming a struggle to continuously dabble with men that I either wanted something for sure with or um, dabble with casually. Like it, all of it was coming to a head. Like I was done with my job. I was done with my lo the love life situation I was dealing with. And I had to come to some realizations to move forward, to get me into a place where I am right now, where I can wholeheartedly say that this is the best I've ever felt, the best I've ever, the happiest I've ever been. I had to come to some realizations. One of the realizations is that your past and your future cannot live concurrently. <laughs> you can't live in the past and then want the future to be completely different, you know, and that's so much easier said than done, but you can't, you can't let the past traumas, whether that be something in the workplace, because this definitely spoke to work scenarios for me on why I wouldn't go after certain jobs that I really wanted. I didn't feel as qualified or I thought things from my past would come up and I wouldn't get the job that I really wanted. 
Um, and then uh, and then it happened in relationships. I wanted to be soft and I wanted to be vulnerable in my in my next long term partnership. But you can't do that if you're not willing to be vulnerable and be soft with someone. And as long as you're being defensive and closed off and fearful because of the shit that's happened to you in the past, you can't be open to the possibility of someone being great and allowing you to be soft, right? So what I had to do was get over the fear, especially with the career thing, and apply for the my kind of dream job and um, go after it in a way that was fearless. And... I got my dream job and so I'm currently in my dream job right now where I absolutely adore it and I'm not fixed on a campus and I don't have anybody looking over my shoulder and I don't have to answer a million emails to people that think they know more than me in the field that I'm kind of an expert in. And so it's been really great to be an expert in the field that I've been in for such a long time and be respected in that field. But I had to move in a way I had to change I had to realize that it was me blocking me honestly when it came to my romantic situation um before I went to Ireland I knew when I came back and I don't know if I spoke about this in the in the podcast that is called just Ireland but I had to uh I knew that when I came back from Ireland if I didn't meet the love of my life there I was getting off all the dating apps I was going to take a break from dating to really only date people, date intentionally, date with the idea of long-term partnership. didn't have to be marriage, but it did have to be something I wanted to be settled down in. But fortunately, uh, and fortunately, <laughs> I met my partner in Ireland and uh, have I've been able to be very soft and very... I forgot the other word that I used, vulnerable in this relationship. And this rolls me into just realization number two, that there's some healing that you have to do in partnership. <laughs> we hear all the time on social media and all these life coaches and all these gurus and all these spiritual people and whoever the fuck. And their main thing right now is like, love yourself, self-love, and that's when that person will show up, and that's when that job will come, and that's when that whatever you've been fucking wanting in your life will come. And that is true to a certain extent, because you do have to love yourself enough to value yourself and know that you deserve the best and know that you're worthy of a, of a career that is amazing and worthy of a love that's completely and utterly dynamic and beautiful that you have to know that. So that does take self-love. Like you do have to get there. But there are triggers and triggers that you have that will only appear in partnerships or in a job, right? That you, if that is your trigger, certain things in a career. Let me explain, because maybe this does not making sense. <clears throat> if one of your triggers is abandonment, a person ghosting you, and you're learning how to be more secure in relationships. So if someone doesn't text you and immediately in the next five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, but they are texting you consistently, 
that is only something that you can heal in a relationship, right? You can be one, you can say you're 100% healed. You can dabble in relationships, but if you're not in a relationship to be triggered, how do you know that you've healed? How do you know that there's been growth in that situation, right? So there are some situations, realization number two, there are some healing that can only be done in partnerships, healthy partnerships. Let me make that very clear. Healthy partnerships. Give me a, I'll give you an example. And maybe I'll tear up on this one because I don't really talk about this relationship a lot. Um, people see, like, I'll do a picture of him here and there um, on Instagram. But, like, me talking about him specifically, I just really don't do uh, for several reasons that I don't probably not going to get into in this podcast. But one thing that I knew going into my next partnership was that person was, I was going to have to work through like abandonment things and partnerships, right? And you can't really work in abandonment things independently, solitarily, right? You need to be in partnership to work through abandonment issues. And so, um, and value issues in partnerships too. So I don't know what him and I were talking about, but we were talking about something and I think I was saying, like, thank you for loving me the way that you do. And he responded with, but you're easy to love. And he said it so nonchalantly. And I giggled and I was taken aback. I, I giggled at first and then I was taken aback because I think that because that is something that I've wanted to hear my entire life from parents, from from my partners, past partners. And it's just something that I've never gotten performing for other people to get them to think that I was easy to love. And in this one, I am literally just, okay, Instapot, I'm just literally being me, not any performance. Holy moly. I'm so sorry if you hear that in the background, I'm cooking chicken wings <laughs> in my Instapot. Um, and I'm not redoing this because that's in there. So sorry. But he validated me in a way that made me feel seen, feel heard. And it was something I deeply needed <clears throat> in a relationship. And it just gave me a little more confidence, a little more security in our relationship. And it wasn't asked for. It wasn't, I didn't say thank you for loving me because I needed him to say it back to me. I said it because I need him to know that he is loving me in a way that um, I adore. <laughs> so that's my example for that. And he does it, he does it nonchalantly. And it's Something that can only happen, the things that he's doing for me in this relationship, I could be super soft. I can be very vulnerable. The things that he's doing for me can't happen outside of a relationship. The healing that he's helping me go through, and I feel like I'm doing the same for him. It can't be done outside of a relationship. So that's just realization two. Just realization three... Oh, maybe this will go into it. Just realization three is sometimes you just have to do things in silence. <laughs> sometimes you just have to move silently. Um, I used to think 
I'm such an overshare, I think, a lot of the time. And that can be, it's beneficial and it's not beneficial. I want people to learn from my my mistakes. I want people to learn from my, I hope people learn from my experiences. I want to inspire people. I want to motivate people. I want to encourage people, specifically women, um, young women, middle-aged women, older women. I, I definitely want to do that. But what I've realized is sometimes we are posting things and performing even when we're exhausted or even when we don't really want to because we think we have to keep up this kind of open life. And what I realized this last, since July, so the last four months, is that I don't really need to tell people a whole lot about my life. I can continue to move in silence. I can do all the things I want to do without sharing it with people and getting that validation that what I'm doing is acceptable and okay and liked by people. That I am doing it because I like it, because it feels good to me, because it makes me satisfied, because it brings contentment to me. And that's such a huge thing for me in general, because I have always wanted people to okay the things that I'm doing. Be, yeah, okay the things that I'm doing. And in these last four months, I just have been moving in silence. I started a new job. I don't really, I don't talk about it a lot on social media. I post something here and there, something that touches my heart with um, a student I might work with or something that I find super adorable about it, but I don't really talk about it. I don't really complain about it. And in um, the relationship, I don't really talk about that either, just because it's it's something that I think when people feel... I'm an energy person. I'm a vibe person. And not everybody wants to see you happy. <laughs> you know, even the people that want to see you happy sometimes feel some type of way about seeing you happy. I I want if I'm winning, I want everybody to win. But I know that's not the case with everybody. So I don't need any extra negative energy. I don't need any smacks of the lip. I don't need any rolls of the eyes when people look at my post. And so I've just done things in silence. I've traveled in silence. I've done things in silence. I'm loving in silence. And it has opened. It has been so brilliant. It's been so great. It's been so grand. It's been so lovely. So just realization. Sometimes you have to move in silence. Sometimes you have to move in silence. To... To see the fruits of your labor appear, right? To see your manifestations come to pass. Um, let's see, that was three. Another realization I had was, oh my God, manifestation is so real. You know, um, I was raised Christian and do believe in a higher power, but that is, I am no longer like really practicing um stereotypical christianity and you get into the law of attraction the law of whatever whatever but anything is possible so maybe the just realization is that manifestation is real the just realization is that anything is possible that that's what that is anything is possible if you believe and you want to do it and this 
This is where I'm going to end. Anything is possible. I have had a really rough life in a way that might not be rough to you and a rough that looks like you, but I have, I, <laughs> I know sadness. I know challenge. I know struggle. I know those all and I know them very, very well. I know not feeling loved. I know feeling abandoned. I know all of those things very, very well. And if you knew my life, you would be like, wow, she never gave up. She continued to hope that's wild. That's crazy. Anything is possible if you put in the work and the time and believe in yourself and have faith. Uh, earlier, before I went to Ireland, uh, one of the, one of the strategies my life coach gave me a year or two ago, uh, was like to script out your future and then sit with that and like, like visualize that and feel the feelings, right? The law of assumption. And before I went to Ireland, I scripted out, uh, of how I want my Ireland vacation to go. And... I wrote it June 28th or something like that. And I, um, I'm only telling you this because I forgot that I even wrote it, honestly. I forgot that I wrote it. And I was just looking back in my journal and I was like fumbling through. So I was actually looking for something else. And I came upon that and I was like, let me read this. And my script for that was like, oh, I'm going to meet a man in Ireland. Or I'm going to hopefully lock eyes with somebody in a pub in Ireland. And we're going to have a good time drinking and then we'll go back to my hotel and we'll have like a very good time then and then we'll be like this is weird but can I keep we'll want to keep seeing each other the whole entire time and then you never know it turns into something else I don't even remember the end I think it turns into like a whirlwind romance or something like that and I look at that and that is exactly what happened in Ireland met my partner my love and we didn't, we saw each other the whole entire time. And then he came to visit me. I don't even think I did a podcast about that, honestly. But he came to visit me and we spent 11 days together. And it was like the best 11 days. Sorry, it's going to get bumpy because I bumped something. Sorry, things got cut. But we, I looked at that, um, you know, the, and that's exactly, he came to visit me in September. We had such a beautiful time in September, whatever. And it was great. And now I'm going back for Thanksgiving and we've talked about so many things and how we want to move this relationship forward and if we want to move this relationship forward. And it's just been amazing. Something that we, neither one of us saw coming, but it's something that I have thought about my for such a long time of going to either Scotland or Ireland, meeting a man with an accent, him falling madly and passionately in love. But that shit can't happen if you don't book the trip. You don't go, you don't put yourself out there, right? If I've never booked a trip to Ireland, if I never uh, put my Bumble location in Ireland, how would, you know, or go out and try to meet people, how would that even happen? So those, so anything is possible if you put in the work. I see so many times, even from people I know, uh, my life is so terrible. I just don't like it. It's just so hard. And we go, all of us go through ups and downs in life. That's just a part of life. But if you're constantly in this cycle of like 
of shit. Maybe you have to go inward and figure out how you can get out and then actually start implementing some changes. And I know that is, you know, everybody wants to believe manifestation is like you rub your hand on a genie and poof all my problems. But no, like you actually have to actively start changing. And honestly, that is how I'm living the best life I've lived in a long time. I actively had to give up dating and entertaining bullshit men. I had to go after the job of my dreams and give them some information that I didn't necessarily want to, want to give them. And they hired me anyway. I found that the, I had, I don't know if I can say the love of my life, but maybe he's the love of my life because I've loved before, but like, oh my God, this is just so, I'm living in a fucking romance novel. So, um, those are my just realizations for you. Your past can exist with your future. Uh, just realize that some of the healing work that you need to do, have to, it has to be done in partnerships. Um, I forgot the other one. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. And I probably should have wrote it down, but you know me, I'll just be going. And then the last one, um, just realize that anything is possible if you implement the plan, right? You can't be sitting on your haunches like, I wish this would happen. Yeah, bitch, all of us wish it would happen. You have to work. Like, how did she get that? I can't believe she got that because she probably worked at it. Like, come on, come on, get after it, right? So that, that's it. This is it. I'm going to Ireland in November. Um, and I don't know, this might be the end of just Diana or just the beginning of a brand new way to look at, um, of things. So I don't know, we're taking a break. I'm going to have a very good time in Ireland for my Thanksgiving. Um, and then I think he's going to try to come here for, around my birthday, which is early, the first week of January. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe I'll be doing a podcast about just uh, shacking up together or something. Who knows what will happen? But life has been so good. Um, be thankful in all things. Be thankful in all things. There's some... Um, be thankful in the storm, be thank just realization, maybe number 4.2, 4B. Be very thankful in the midst of the storm. Gratitude, gratefulness, thankfulness take you so much further than woe is meanness. There's always a time and a place to be sad. There's always a time and a place to be feeling self-pity. We all are there. But try to be thankful Try to balance, not balance the scales, but make the scales of gratitude higher than the scales of self-pity. I think that's the way I'm trying to do it, honestly. Or like, I'm so thankful and grateful in all the things. Uh, I bought a little thingy-mabobber, a door hanger that says, always be thankful. And 20 years ago, 24 years ago, or actually 20 years ago, I had two, I was 24 with two children under the age of four married to their father and we were so fucking broke every every during that thanksgiving i was probably wondering how i was gonna have money to buy thanksgiving shit thanksgiving food and i know there are people out there that are going through the same exact thing because times are really challenging right now 
And I wish I would have had this thankfulness, gratitude kind of behavior back then, because I think it would have made those hard times a little bit easier. Hard times are hard times no matter what. Struggle times are struggle times no matter what. But the just realization that I have is like, you have to be grateful for the things and the blessings that you have right now that you can see. And that changes your perspective a lot. And I wish that for you. Um, when I talk about like being thankful, I mean, when I had Ayana, I think four months or six months after I had Ayana, we were so fucking broke. Our refrigerator broke and we were buying ice, bags of ice to put in our sink to keep her formula for not spoiling because we couldn't afford a new refrigerator. So like, I just don't, I don't have to tell my whole story for you to hopefully believe me and take take some words of encouragement but I know that it is helpful because sometimes we see people in a situation that is like she don't know struggle or she hasn't been through loss or she hasn't da -da -da -da. I have <laughs> and more than a lot right so with that happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate it um I wish you guys nothing but a smooth rest of the new year. Go ahead and share this podcast. If you're down with astrology, um, I have an Instagram page where I do astrological updates, intuitively D. Um, what else? I have journals and shit on Amazon. You could put Tiana McDowell and you'll see the new moon and full moon journal you'll see the gratitude journal you'll see a dream journal you'll see all that good stuff because you know we out here just trying to heal people and um yeah thank you for sharing for liking for subscribing for being patient with my wonky podcast um wonky wonky podcast updates and we'll see if we continue. Sorry, Shaky. We'll see if this continues, but it's been such a magical run. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for people who listen to my bullshit stories um, and that it resonated with a ton of people. Have, uh, have a really good rest of 2022.